My name's Austin, and this is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. If you believe that you were meant to break through and thrive in your life and your business, then this is the podcast for you. Is there a moment when success happens? Is there a recipe that creates your big breakthrough? We're going to answer those questions and many more on the brand new podcast and TV show based on the upcoming book called Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. Today, I am going to bring to you a very special presentation. We are deviating from the normal Flashpoint topic. But wait, don't worry. Flashpoint will continue to go on, and your big breakthrough is extremely important to me. However, we are in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. We have created a platform called emergencylifecoach.com. It's designed to meet you when you need it most. It's life coach support for life's unexpected twists, job loss, breakup, relationship conflict in general. We have a team of life coaches that are standing by ready to work with you. We've even developed a free coping activity if you're not ready to talk to somebody. Let's get back to today. Today, I'm gonna feature one of our highly talented, heart-centered life coaches, and her name is Rochelle Lee. And before we get into the interview, I just wanna tell you a little bit about Rochelle. Rochelle has a master's degree in social work. She has spent the better part of 20 years in the mental health area working with youth and children. She's extremely passionate about what she does. She wants to leverage the power of coaching to help people through life's challenges. And that's exactly where we are. So stay with me, share this. We wanna get this platform to the world, especially right now and in the months and years ahead. Let's jump into the interview with Rochelle Lee right now who is a part of the emergency life coach team. And let me just open up with this, Rochelle, because I want to bring bring your story and a little bit about you to the world. I just did a quick research and the average person, the average person knows 600 people. Yeah, probably about right. Sounds right, right? So my question to everyone, out of those 600 people, are any of those people right now dealing with stress, anxiety, depression, job loss, or relationship conflict? In your best guess, what would you guess if you had to guess a percentage? Oh, gosh. I mean, I want to say 100%, but let's say you know 90% of people um, are really struggling right now from being in uh, the mental health world. 
on a general basis, I don't have a percentage, but it's a very high percentage of individuals who struggle with mental health issues, not just mental health issues, but life issues, life challenges. So with this, obviously, it's escalated those numbers. And and I figured you'd be the right person to ask. You have a you have a master's degree in social yep. work. You've worked in the mental health space. You've been in healthcare. Yeah. You, you've been a you've been following this. And what is your and so you have a lot of credentials. And by the way, this is Rochelle Lee with us, all the way from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Windsor, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And you're a part of the emergency life coach team. And what I want to do is I want to just bring you to get people to know you and let people know about emergency life coach. That there's a service out there, but what what is your general feeling on this right now? And and not only today, as we as we venture through the next like 30, 60 days, with your experience, what, what do you think? I mean, I know, and I know we're in un, unprecedented waters here, yeah. but I, I know you probably have some great insight to share with everyone on that on a on a macro level, and then we'll get into the micro level yeah. after. It's a great question. And I think, as I said, I think even previous to this pandemic, um, people struggle on a daily basis, whether they reach out for help or not. And and there's no right or wrong. But I think there's a a large majority of people that go through life challenges. We all do. I do. um, You do. uh, You know, so this is, as I said, escalated things. And to be honest with you, um, I think that this will not end, end anytime soon, even if, you know, um, you know, Canada, the U.S., uh, other countries get the go-ahead to, you know, um, get out and socialize again. We are going to see um, a huge um, surge, fallout, if you will, of trauma, mental health challenges from what people have been dealing with. So this is not going away anytime soon. Um, you know, we have to be prepared to support and hold space for people months, if not years beyond this time right now. So I think, you know, that's the reality that we're living in and we have to be okay with that. And I think we have to reduce any stigma around people reaching out for whatever help they need. And I think that's a really good point, Rochelle. And, you know, because not to get too deep, but I do believe there's a shift that's happening in in people's willingness to reach out for help more so than in the past, but we're still not quite there. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's still a lot of stigma about reaching out. And um, there is, I guess, more uptake from people to reach out right now. But I think we're still missing a large majority of the population who still feels that I got this, I can handle this. I don't, I shouldn't have to need help. But again, as you said, this is unprecedented waters. And I think none of us know day to day how we're going to feel. Even, you know, quote unquote experts dealing with this stuff on a daily basis. We have our own days and we have to be okay to say, you know what? I need help, whatever that looks like. Yes. And <clears throat> there, uh, and I believe, and you might have something to say on this too, because you you talked about prior to this, that, that we have challenges. Mm-hmm. And m- my belief was that the people that, have some level of, like on a varying varying degrees of challenges when something like this happens whatever you're feeling can intensify absolutely <clears throat> i mean not only intensify but it can also trigger 
um, things in you that you, you maybe weren't conscious of, things you were conscious of. And times like these can intensify and trigger um, old emotions, new emotions. And, you know, are we all, you know, adequately, adequately equipped to deal with those emotions? So it, it yes, it absolutely also intensifies it, but it also triggers new and old emotions for people. So this is a very critical time. It is. And I want to point out, and I think you, you know this too, I shared this with the group, but according to CBS Morning News on last Sunday, there was talk about the, not only the, the today, but the residual effect, which you just talked about, yeah. of where people are going to be in the, in the months and perhaps years ahead, Absolutely. recovering from this. <clears throat> and I know some people are maybe a little shielded from it right now. And I, I talked about this in the Great Depression that, um, you know, even when the Great Depression happened, albeit a different set of circumstances and, and a different journey in its own right, there was a residual effect that didn't hit the masses until months later. I mean, it had an immediate impact, yeah. but the residual fallout, as we know, took on a long journey. Now, I don't think we're in for that long of a journey, but but who's to, who's to say? Yeah. So is there a benefit for people being proactive in their approach? In other words, I guess a great, a great example is, you know how you, you maybe you're starting to feel run down. Yeah. You're not quite, and regardless of, of COVID-19, I'm talking about just general yeah. colds and stuff like that. Have you ever felt like you started to feel run down and, and rather than wait till you're sick, you started to go, you said, I'm going to get some vitamin C. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go maybe do a sauna or, or something proactively. And then it mitigated whatever you were going to get. So it maybe lasted a couple of days instead of like a week or two. Yep. And, and so I'm bringing this up because with a service like we're providing, Emergency Life Coach, is there a benefit for people engaging now, even though they may not feel like they're starting to feel stressed? They don't feel the full capacity yet. What would you say around that? Like, is there a benefit? Oh, of course. I mean, there's always a benefit. I mean, we know that. I mean, if, if we look at um, some of the statistics and the research around, um, you know, taking care of oneself emotionally, spiritually, um, you know, you know, physically, we know that being proactive in dealing with some of these things before they get to the point of overload or being overwhelmed, absolutely, we know that works. Um, you know, and and I mean, the other piece too is that there's a lot of our population who might not have access to deal with things in a proactive way, and I think that we need to be really transparent about that. Um, people don't always have the resources to deal with some of the challenges that they're having. You know, we live in a society that you know it's it's about income, it's about paying for services. And I think, you know, we have such a great opportunity right now to get the message out and say, you know what, you have an opportunity right now. And even if you, you don't feel you're struggling, connect with somebody, you know, yeah. connect with somebody and try to do something that is going to be beneficial for you. And, you know, I have to say, there's a lot of people that are already doing that. So we can't take that away that there is a, a lot of people who know what is good um, for their emotional well-being, their physical well-being, and they're doing those those things. But I would say that that's probably not the majority of the population. 
So being proactive right now and reaching out, now is the time because you're right. The residual effects will, it, it will happen. It will happen. And that's why we're, we're asking folks, uh, we've, we're building this thing. We're in phase one right now. Uh, Rochelle is one of the coaches that, that you can connect with where you, we have a, a coping activity that we're using just as a, as a first response, just to get something to people immediately. And then you can book with one of our coaches and Rochelle is one of them where you can be on the phone in an hour. Actually, some of the coaches are coming to me and they're saying, we want to be available immediately. So right now, you know, I'm kind of guaranteeing an hour or two, but we're also working on ways where, where we might be able to just be able to get that, that immediate, you know, that immediate response for people. And that's what we want to do because, and you know, with your experience, Rochelle, like this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this because I felt like there could be more, support when the key word is when mm-hmm. when people will need it most yep absolutely absolutely and again it will happen and it, and it's not about you know creating fear or panic in people i think it's just the reality of what we're living in and every day we hear new um you know segments from the news or our countries around what the reality is so you know i think there is a ton of resources out there and i think this is an incredible one this is an incredible opportunity for people to reach out. The coping activity is a great first step in getting some resources. And then, you know, if they if feeling that they want to go further with that, I think, you know, we have, as I said, we have a diverse group of coaches um, who are, are there, you know, like very quickly. Yes. So. And, and also I want to point out that what we're building now too is the, the Facebook group. Yes. So even if you are, you're not sure you're, you're like maybe you, because I, I, I understand and respect that people are at varying degrees. I mean, even sometimes people are in, in that, but they're not ready to take a step for some reason. And I want to, I'm going to get you to address that in a moment, but we also have, and I'm going to post it here. We also have a Facebook community called emergencylifecoach.com where you can just go and start to follow in there. And I'm going to start asking the coaches to post in there more, some of their things that they use. To, to help people so that you, you as a, an individual can, can get resources like this. I, my belief is that this service is needed on a global level. Yep. And, and my intention is to, is to get there. Uh, but right now we're, we're in phase one, we're doing an org- organic soft launch, if you will, because I know that we need to adjust and change some things, but we also need, need people to come through it, get the coping activity read that for yourself, go through it. You know, maybe it, maybe it can affect that moment that you're in. And then also you can take a step and move to one of our coaches. We made it very easy. And I knew it needed to be easy. It needed to be effective to be able to give somebody an opportunity to take a step. So having said that, Rochelle, what would you say to somebody who is in that kind of that reservation space? Because here's the paradox. And I know you know this as well, that sometimes when we go through something, and we're, we're feeling the weight of the emotion, it's very easy to slip into the silence and the silo and to start feeling like we're alone. And it, and it, and it's hard to even, you know, I often say that when somebody's in a state, they overlook the immediate simple steps that they can do. And they overwhelm themselves with the major things that they have to do. Yeah. What, what would you say to somebody, and maybe you've been there, maybe you can share a personal story. I know I've been there. 
So maybe I could ask you to, to reflect on that. And if you have a personal story you could pull in, then that would be great too, to give people a feel of what we're talking about. So, you know, I think um, a couple things. So it, great questions. I think right now, the one thing that I would suggest is being kind to yourself and being gentle with yourself. Um, you know, people have different um, response times to, you know, what they're experiencing. And it, honestly, I don't feel there's any right or wrong. You know, I don't think there's anything that says you have to respond right now because, you know, you're you're in trauma. People often don't realize they're in the midst of sometimes an, an emotional tsunami. True. And it happens after the fact, which is why this is so important. So and I know for myself, you know, I've hit those moments, you know, over the last few weeks for sure. And I mean, I've had many times over my lifetime, but the last few weeks have been particularly difficult. And I've had to literally shut off, you know, social media and just disconnect and just allow myself the space to be gentle with myself and be kind and say, I'm doing the best I can right now. And if that's one thing that people can say to themselves is I'm doing the best I can right now with what I have, then mm -hmm. that's awesome. But at the end of the day, there are people to support you. And honestly, a, a, a normal trauma response is that it won't happen till after. And then when people start experiencing it, so in the midst of a crisis, people often won't experience, you know, the, the trauma effects. So true. It's like if you've ever like banged your arm or you cut yourself and you look at it, you don't feel it right away. But then a second later, it like hits, right? You don't. Yeah. So maybe it's like that uh, to, to some degree. But yes, very good points. So all we want to do, we want to be a, we, I think you just hit, you just said something really valuable is instead of like feeling like you've got to do something immediately, although you might feel like you can do that. We have a step here. Be kind to yourself is what you're saying. Just be kind to yourself first and, and just be aware and, and realize we want to be a, we're going to be a presence here. I'm going to keep doing, you know, video, yep. we're going to do videos like this. We're going to be in front of you. I'm going to do more to get the word out there. And if you're somebody who you're watching this, we just ask that you share it. I mean, you know, it, there's enough stuff going around on social media that some, share something like this where, you know, we just talked about the average person is knows 600 people. And we know that majority of them are, are struggling or going through mm -hmm. stuff right now. Yeah. So I would ask you to, to share that. And just in closing, was, is there any stories that you've had where you've reached out or when you were in a, a struggle or. Oh gosh, lots. Um, but you know, I think, um, a recent one, I had a, um, a call from somebody who is in the healthcare profession, who's really struggling. And part of the struggle, uh, was around, um, going to work and actually having the peer support they needed. And it really hit home for me because, you know, what we don't talk about is what is going on with our healthcare workers and potentially not getting the support they need on the job from their peers and you know that's another thing honestly i didn't even think about until i had this call with her and i thought wow how tough that must be and honestly my message was the same be kind to yourself be gentle to yourself but at the same time don't own other people's emotions and you know you can be supportive but we have to be there for each other and if you can be that one person that makes that change the ripple effect the pebble in the pond it's there. It's there. And and I think to, just to reflect on that is to not, not, not be in reaction mode to someone else's emotions. Absolutely. 
And, and that's difficult because we, we have our own triggers and mm -hmm. especially those close to us, they can trigger us. Yeah. So it's really important. And, and that's why community and things like this are, are so, so important. And, and by the way, I just want to say thank you to all the health healthcare workers out there. And, and you just really brought up a great point. Are they going to need support? Absolutely. <laughs> They're human beings too. And there's another thing that's good. That's going to be happening. And because I know some people are working tirelessly in this space to, to, uh, to help people, um, to be there for people. So Rochelle, I just wanted to thank you for this, this time. And, um, any final thing before we sign off here? No, I just thank you, Austin, for your hard work and your, your commitment to this and to, you know, everybody globally trying to get the word out. And I'm so privileged to be part of this team. And to those of you watching or see this, please reach out at any time, whether it's today, tomorrow, or, you know, um, time down the road and uh, be kind and gentle to yourself. Thank you Perfect. so much. Perfect. Yeah, thanks, Rochelle. And I put the links in there for the free coping activity as well as our, our community. So thank you so much, everyone. Please share this and we'll, we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye for now. I'm glad you joined us today for this special presentation. As you can tell, this was a, a video interview, but we're gonna add the links in the show notes so you can get emergencylifecoach.com to get the free coping activity. And also I'm gonna post the link for the Facebook group that you can be a part of and start to get the support that you need. This is Austin, this is Flashpoint. I'll see you next week.